Welcome to episode 159. I'm your host, Alpha Mike, and you are listening to Raider Cobb Podcast on this episode titled, Cops Don't Get Paid to Die. That's right. Although the media and the left movement may make you feel bad, may even brainwash you into believing Cops get paid to die for you. But the actual truth, they don't. And we'll explain what we are talking about. President Trump comes down with coronavirus, stays a couple days, three days, I believe, over at the uh, hospital, and uh, is back somewhat in a little bit of fighting shape. We're coming down to the wire, less than 30 days for the election. And we all know the importance of the election. It is time that you, the voter, whoever you are listening, become educated on what's on that ballot. Not only on national level, but state level and local levels as well. It is a battle of our Constitution. It's a battle of our civil liberties. It's a battle of our country. Some people might say, well, that's a little bit exaggerated right now. It's too far-fetched and uh, to believe this socialism and this communist type of mentality. And I would also say that all these other countries that are currently socialist slash communist or were probably fell in the same trance believing it wasn't going to happen there. Pay attention, folks. Wake up. Time to smell the coffee. Now, there's a lot of people that say, well, I'm a Democrat and I'm voting Democrat because I don't believe in, and they'll give you a list of the things they don't believe. But most of those things that they're going to tell you is the Donald Trump personal media side. I have known of Donald Trump since I was a kid, maybe 15, 16 years old. I would watch him on TV, you know, with the helicopters and landing over there by the West Side Highway in Manhattan. He was a jet setter, and I have heard stories from NYPD officers about him and him being a genuine person uh, for many, many years. But that's not what this is all about. It's not about whether you like or dislike the person in the White House. It's about Are they fulfilling your values? And I'm only going to touch upon this about another couple minutes. But a lot of people say, and they profess, well, I'm a Democrat, but, 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 they've got a list of things they might not stand for. Like, well, you know, when they they talk about uh, uh, gay marriage, I'm not into that. 
Oh, or, you know, abortion. Uh, you know, I make an exception to that. Oh, when they talk about uh, defunding the police, well, you know, it's only uh, politics and rhetoric. It's not going to happen. You can't be a little bit pregnant. You can't be a little bit on their side or the other side. You got to be in it to win it. So this fence jumping that the wacky left does, trying to fool people in that they don't believe in some form of socialism and communism is a bunch of BS. You can't believe in something just a little bit and then want to die about it, lose friends over it, and uh, not talk to family relatives ever again because you only believe in it a little bit. That's a bunch of baloney. But some people believe in things they don't even believe in. You know, I remember being very little and telling me the fable story about guy, a fat guy with a white beard and red suit would show up on December 24th and leave presents. I waited for that clown forever. Never showed up. I was lied to. And unfortunately, a lot of Democrats are being lied to. But hey, that floats your boat if you actually believe some of the rhetoric on the other side. Hey, what can I tell you? They're the perfect party? Meh, whatever you say. But look at uh, the scandal going on with the FBI and everything else and all kinds of things are being declassified. The truth is hitting you in the face and you still, still won't relent because this SOB's got blonde hair. All right, enough of that nonsense. What other options? What, what other things we got here? All right, how to contact us, RaiderCopNation.com. It's that simple. You, you plug that into your browser. We come up. It should come up a little bit faster now. We did a couple of tweaks here and there. And uh, a social network. Remember, right after the election, after <clears throat> Sleepy Joe Sinister Hyden gets kicked in the hide, we will be... Uh, removing or slowing down considerably our social media presence. Waste a lot of time on getting trolled by the communist left. It's not worth it, my friends. For for the pinkos, yeah, you know, you just keep on posting things. You get, you know, 10 billion hits. It works for you guys. But for those that are right or lovers of the country and Display an American flag on their front lawn. No, it doesn't work for you. That's how it works, buddy. Welcome to America. All right, what else we got on the agenda? We did, uh, uh, oh, uh, all right, well, we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, let me talk to you about two stories that we got coming up. But one is a hiring scam by a police chief, and I believe it was a city manager and uh, California County is waste is spending. I don't want to say waste. That doesn't sound good. Is spending two hundred fifty million dollars to upgrade their little jail. Emphasis on the word little jail. All right, let me read those uh, stories for you briefly in our comment. And let's start off with the forgotten profession, which is corrections. We always want to start off with the forgotten profession. 
California County agrees to spend $250 million to improve jail conditions. Uh, Costa County, California, accused of ignoring the needs of physically and mentally ill and suicidal inmate at its jail. The Contra Costa County has agreed to settle, has agreed to a settlement that requires $250 million of spending over five years to increase staffing and improve health care. The lawsuit was filed by inmates who cited criticism of jail conditions by medical experts hired by the county doing negotiations over the case. One expert said that the jail took far too long to assess the health and new inmates and had extremely dangerous procedures for drug and alcohol treatments. Another criticized the jail mental health system, and a third expert said the jail lacks adequate cells or treatments for potential suicidal inmates and had a high suicide rate. There are only 785 inmates in this main jail, which is located in Martinez, California. The West County Detention Center in Richmond is another small uh, jail they have. So, <clears throat> real quickly on this, 785 inmates, $250 million in five years, you divide that. That's a pretty big chunk of change for such a small jail. But supposedly, according to this article, they agreed to conditions that they weren't meeting. Now, this issue with mentally ill and inmates in prisons and jails, this is old news. This thing goes back 20 years. So for some of these agencies is still just, just coming around the corner with this issue, shame on you. And the bottom line is it is old news, and it is about time that um, some of these things are really brought to light in the industry that's forgotten. Now, for the liberal approach in corrections, it's so easy that you could sue because you didn't get enough peanut butter on the jelly sandwich. You didn't get enough peanut butter, and you would win millions. All right, what's our next story? Oh, the police chief scam. Uh, let's uh, plug that one up. We always, you know, we're going to bring up uh, one or two stories for you every time we do uh, an episode. So let's uh, swing over to Connecticut and see what's going on over there. Bridgeport, Connecticut, two formerly high-ranking political appointees in Bridgeport, Bridgeport admitted in federal court Monday that they had rigged what was advertised as a national talent search for a new police chief to increase the likelihood that one of them got the job. Former police chief Armando J. Perez and city pers uh, personnel director David Dunn pleaded guilty to reduced charges of conspiracy to commit fraud and lying to FBI agents just weeks after their arrest and the disclosure that the agents had f photographs, voice recordings, and emails and text messages documenting the conspiracy that lasted months. Both resigned within hours of their arrest on September 10th. 
Both men, Perez, 64, and Dunn, 73, faced prison sentences in the 18 to 24-month range on the federal sentencing guidelines. They can argue for something less when they return to court in early January. So uh, look what I got these two goofs. 18 and 24 months, and it goes on to talk about a, a reimbursement of the city of $150,000. and Crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. But the fix was in. And speaking about the fix, it is so important for you and for me to have protection because some of our legal systems might be fixed against you because they hate guns. And as a result, we want you to be protected at all times, not just with the caliber, now the weapon you're carrying and the caliber, but with the legal protection and 350,000 members standing behind you. That's right. That's the USCCA, which we are a proud affiliate. And if you want to become a member today, you can. All you have to do is, from your smartphone, text the number 87222-87222, the word RADER, R-A-I-D-E-R, and that will send uh, you a link, and you can uh, start to become a member. Premiums or monthly fees as low as $22, as high as $47. The middle premium is $30. Pennies on the dollar from what uh, the aggravation you're going to have if you don't have it. We live in a society that you have to be prepared, and we hope you are listening. And speaking about listening, pay attention to this one. I recently went to my doctor, and the uh, doctor was real excited. He was real enthusiastic, and uh, I don't know what the hell he was so jiggly happy about because I felt, uh, you know, pretty good. But um, So he set me up for this uh, blood test, this work, that work, uh, jump up and down, and all this other crap. <clears throat> and he tells me, yeah, congratulations, you lost 40 pounds. So I'm on the road to losing weight, 40 pounds I've lost, and um, he says it took me a little, little bit less than any, a year, so, and that, you know, I didn't even go see him with that in mind, but, uh, you know, we're we're going to push for, I, I go, I'm going to the doctor now every, every quarter if I, if I can, and, uh, three to four months for those uneducated millennials that are listening. And um, so we're shooting, probably going to shoot for another 20. And uh, after that, another 20. How do you like them apples? All right? With my co-host that's right down here, I'm losing the weight, and he's finding it. Fat boy here is at 70, almost 72 pounds. He's a big boy. Big boy, he's down here uh, snoring. So that's my co-host. And you can uh, see him on Instagram, a day, a day, a day underscore with underscore Milo, M-I-L-O. Co-host, you'll see him in 2021 when he, 
when we hit the YouTube circuit, me and my buddy here. We haven't had the training that we would like to, and mostly because of uh, coronavirus. You know, so um, a lot of these uh, training sessions for dogs and stuff were were pulled, pushed to the side, or eliminated. So been doing some things at home, but if you live in Florida, <laughs> you know it's the rainy season. So I can predict the weather in Florida. Partly cloudy, hot and humid with a chance of rain. Look at that. And I, didn't even, uh, I didn't even know Wally the weatherman, but here I am. All right, now it's time for the word of the week. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Bond servants, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling and sincerity of heart as to Christ, not eye service as men pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ doing the will of God from the heart, with good will, doing service as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is a slave or free. Lastly, the last verse, and you, masters, do the same thing to them, giving up threatening, knowing that you own master also is in heaven, and there is no partiality with him. And of course, you can hear more about what I've read. This was a little lengthy. In Test Everything 1521, it will be sent out the same day this podcast goes out, which you're listening to now. So all you got to do is go to RaiderCopNation.com. There's a section on top that says Test Everything. Click on that, and you can hear more about this, 15 minutes or less, for your spiritual upbringing. Now, the numbers on Test Everything are going up, and I'm, 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 I'm extremely happy about that. Numbers were not not high at all, maybe about a year ago. So I, I pulled up some a- analytics for a month, or a month and a half, and I was surprised at the numbers I was looking at, and I said, well, let me go back a little bit more. Let's go back a quarter, and I looked six months, and, and I thought we've been on the increase, and so things are looking up. See, the Word of God as a servant, your job is to send it out. His job is to make sure that seed flourishes. So it's doing its thing out there. I'm not doing it. I just I just do my bit here on the microphone. And speaking of doing their bits, where are these clowns? Because we're ready for episode 159. Cops don't get paid to die.
Now, a lot of people were expecting in episode 159, we were going to talk about guns, guns, guns. And I forgot to mention about my little magical notebook. So I'm going to take a couple of minutes and do it before we get into the main potato here. And that is, I had placed on the website the schedule. And it was listed as guns for this show, 159. And then... I have a separate notebook that does the word of the week. So I listed that as 159, but not the title of the show it was going with. So I just did it based on numbers uh, at that time as I was listing them. And Kilo Sierra had contacted me uh, telling me, hey, what's up? When when, when are we going to have a show together? And somehow I told him soon I'm working on one with guns and blah, blah, blah. And for some reason, I just threw that in on the website for October 7th. But I carry a little notebook. Well, they're not little, just a standard notebook. And within that standard notebook, one of the things that I, I, I do my documentation on for an upcoming show. And everything was placed there but... When I opened up the magic notebook for October 7th, there was no guns. I go, what the, what, where's the gun shows? And I looked down and it was November. And it had a side note on the notebook that said, mentioned in several episodes. So I'm a product of my own undertaking. Now, I know the, uh, Monday morning quarterbacks are out there saying, well, you put all that in a computer, you have to worry about it. Well, I'm just an old creature of habit that I do things based on written material. I figure if I put things in the computer, it's just one more thing that can freaking break or go wrong. So I just write it out in handwritten notice. So I have a book where every episode has the background on that and it lists the order that things are going to be said and so forth. So for this show, it was not guns. When I opened up the book, I said, wait a minute, it doesn't say guns. And it was actually empty. So I had to throw something in there, and this is where we are today. On episode 159, cops do not get paid to die. Now, what... What am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about all these YouTube videos that you see now. Body cam footage and uh, people's, you know, smartphone footages on YouTube. And everybody's a Monday morning quarterback looking at stuff. They don't know the details in reviewing a use of force. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. But we're going to talk about why some people believe, because the media has repeated it over and over, that police officers and correctional officers would die or will take a bullet for society because that's why they swore an oath. And the truth is they did swear an oath to protect the citizens. But nobody signed up to die. 
In fact, that is complete opposite of your training and hopefully your mindset. Anybody puts on a uniform in the morning, says, today's a good day to kick the bucket and die. Something's wrong with you. You need to take the uniform off and go home. So your mindset is one of survival and your training has been based on your survival. Your agency has brought all this equipment for you to survive, not to die. So we're going to talk a little bit about the group of people that I'm specifically talking about. So if you look at the definition of law enforcement officer, you will see it is to enforce the laws of a jurisdiction. Now, these law enforcement officers, they could be federal, they could be state officials, or local. If they're local, either city, township, counties, they're all under the umbrella of their state. And of course, federal has federal jurisdictions. So what's the process? Do they? How do they start after they fill out the application? Well, they start off with training. Now, some have higher education. They've got college degrees, which is really a form of indoctrination because when they were in college, they were told that uh, cops are bad and, uh, you know, all that communist philosophies that are coming out of colleges. But it didn't affect them, not all of them. They still went to the academy. But within that group, the highly educated ones are the hacks. We'll talk about them more in other episodes. After their higher than uh, higher education, they may go or they will go to an academy training. Now, the academy training will have emphasis on state law or federal law, or in some, er in some instances, both. They will also talk about criminal investigations and do's and don'ts, such as patrol procedures, firearms training, traffic control, defensive tactics, first aid CPR, driving, and how to operate a lot of this equipment. So equipment operations, very important. Now, in some countries like the United Kingdom, Britain, England, across the pond and all that nonsense people say, some cops don't even carry guns. So the question here in America is why? Well, you see, in the United Kingdom, they have a system that is mostly policing by consent and not by force. Now, not to bore you about the crown and how old the queen is, but the laws are different. So as a result, you don't have much resistance to the law because the penalty could be higher. So they are policing by consent. In America, if we look at American police systems, they also have consent, but they also have force. Some people will comply with police actions, sometimes misdemeanors or traffic citations, without any glitches or problems. 
some will need force. So why the British don't have weapons, not all of them, I mean, some of them do now, of course they're slowly integrating more and more weapons in their police force, but obviously in American society, and I would venture to say in any police society, any, any country that has police action, not having an officer armed is foolishness because you cannot predict the dramatic events that will happen that day. Remember, you didn't sign up to die. So we looked at the American system, which is a system of policing on consent and force, now, what dictates which one they're going to be using is the dynamics of that is based on the subject. They will be acting and responding and policing based on the actions of the subject. Now, all this is nice and pretty, but it's getting a little boring. So let's get to the meat and potatoes. We've got maniacs, raving maniacs on televisions. They were talking about defunding. You've got some politicians now trying to backtrack. No, I didn't really mean that when I did the vote back in June. Uh, you know, it was symbolic. They don't know how to swim and navigate out of this bull. You've got Joe Biden. I, uh, I didn't never said defunding. He said uh, uh, his uh, exact term is uh, appropriations. There's another fancy term, you know, for saying defunding. So the defund crowd, the hate crowd, the police hate crowd, they're still out there. But now it's come to fruition. The election is less than 30 days away, and it's time to pay the piper now. How do you perform? with law and order if you're defunding and taking away police budgets, equipment. You don't need the militaristic equipment. Blah, 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 blah. We've been entertained horribly by the media for months and months and months watching these criminal eggheads burn cities down endless amounts of property damage people have died as a result of this and I'm supposed to believe that all this is because whatchamacallit died that's right I'm going to call him whatchamacallit because at this point that's what he is not by my standards, but by American society themselves have forgotten who this person is. They're caught up in their own rhetoric, their own agendas. I was watching an interview, an interesting interview with a black police officer in Portland, Oregon, with the media, and he was talking about how there was a pattern that in a week to 10 days that they were rioting out there and this officer was out there on the front lines every day 
And he said how people get in his face and call him names. And it hurt because one they were calling him the names. He was looking for that bonding and that support from protesters that were black, but the name calling was coming for some white people. And every once in a while, they'd send a black person over to insult him. He would dialogue with them, and it would look like they were getting a little bit, you know, on the same level of understanding. Some white person would pop in and tell the black protester, what are you doing? He's no good. He's the enemy and blah, blah, blah. So brainwashing 101. So for anybody to believe that this has anything to do with George Floyd now, you're nuts yourself. This has to do with politics. It has to do a lot with presidential politics. And it has a lot to do with the agenda that the socialists have been setting up in this country for probably over 80 years. This is not a new phenomenon. Of course, the media is aiding and abetting to this, and they're doing everything in their power to get these Bolsheviks in position of power. As a result, it's defund, hate the police, destroy the police. So when I look at all these videos on YouTube, and sometimes they're highlighted a little bit in the media, you know, it usually is, we want to warn you, the video you're about to see is very dramatic. And then they don't show you anything. Just just before the stuff is going to go down, they freeze the frame. So what's all, what's all the baloney about the caution? You're not going to show it. You got the, you know, chutzpah. Chutzpah. Got to look out for our Jewish friends. Our chutzpah to put it on. <clears throat> so anyway... And the media always gives a play that the cop is wrong. It's always the underlying theme of the interview. The police officer instigated it. The police officer went above and beyond and caused this action to happen. So I started to think about it and I go, you know, if I remember correctly, this is not something new. This has happened since the first police officer put on a duty belt and then had to go to the bathroom. This has been around forever. And as a result, this argument has been around forever as well, that the media is out there professing to American society slowly every day on another news feed another bubbling cop has made a mistake has killed an innocent boy young man youth adolescent those are the words that they use so you now start to see the indoctrination process that's gone on for many years. This is not new, folks. This is old. 
hashing away, striking away at that police presence. So I wanted to link a shooting, and I'm going to drive in Chicago in a park with a suspect. Bottom line is that the officers hesitated a little bit too long for my liking in that video. But the media spin on it was they were wrong from the word go. But they really weren't wrong. In actuality, the officers showed a lot of restraint. Now, that hesitation bothers me because officers are going to die. But you see, the media has already set it up that that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to die for the protection of the public. But there's a news flash to that. It's not true. They're not supposed to die. It's beyond their training. It's beyond their mindset. It's beyond their family's belief that they would lie dead for a paycheck. No. It's just the opposite. They've been trained to win the fight. They've been trained to use the equipment to win the fight. They testify in court for the bad guy to go away to prison. So no other officer has to deal with that again or citizen. There's a reason for them wanting to go home. As a result, a lot of people are starting to wonder. The disrespect of police officers is more and more every day. I'm mostly alarmed about the close-range shooting at police officers like in the incident in Los Angeles. No fear in walking up to the car, pulling out a gun, and just firing at will. No fear. It tells me there's a sick society out there that's been brainwashed. This has nothing to do with George Floyd. You don't want to grab a gun and kill cops because of George Floyd? It possibly get arrested, do life in prison, or even a death penalty, depending the state that you're in, for George Floyd and the whatchamacallit cops? I don't think so. This is a brainwashing that's gone on for over 80 years. That there is a difference in ethnic buildup. White against black, black against white. In the media. And all in accomplice to this crime. More and more you start seeing the pushing, matching, and the arguments with cops. I recently saw one, and it was a private investigator, and the whole thing was framed. Uh, you know, they were looking for uh, some pocket money. But uh, they pulled up in the right intersection. They knew the response the cops were going to get. We're going to have another episode on that.
why the police are so freaking predictable with their stupidity. That's right, I said it, with the stupidity. Why in the world would you go back and forth with a fool? Knowing that you're going to be the one millionth hit on YouTube. Just cut that fool out and walk away. So, the point mostly of this episode, and it's a small episode that we're doing here, is I want you to start getting in the mindset that when Jane or Billy, whoever you want to call them, there they are stacking peas in the local supermarket, and a relative tells them there's an ad for a police officer, and they apply. But they don't know the mindset yet. Well, they have an expectation. They don't want to die. They think they can handle the job. But during the course of this investigation, they're going to go to an academy training and they're going to get pushed and pushed and pushed harder. They're going to be told by instructors, you can't be weak. They're going to be told by instructors, your job is to go home every night. The job of these instructors are to scare the living beings out of them with incidents, with photos, with videotapes, saying this could be you if you don't pay attention. Everything about their training that they're going to have from day one in the academy to the last day that might be 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 years from then, will be growing consistently that their training has taught them to survive. And that means go home to your family. When I was a firearms instructor, you were issued a group of students, most of them... uh, Um, I would say about 60% of them never had much experience with firearms at all, period. And so you had to get them over the hump here for less than two weeks. Not only the pass, the the course that they had to go through, but the mindset. And one of the things I would teach my students is on day one, to be aggressive towards the target. Don't be shooting like a low rider, tilting your head back. And I want you aggressive towards the target. I want you bent at the waist. Why bent? Because have you ever been startled by an explosion? You notice that your head does a cowardly duck because the brain says, Hey, stupid, get down. They're firing. And then the body reacts to that. So getting into the habit of going into that combat position aggressively towards the target. But it's a controlled aggression, not a loose cannon aggression. From the beginning of day one, as cadets enter 
academies all around the country, whether it's police or corrections, they're being told by training, by action, and verbally, you need to survive the event. For some 30 years will pass by and that event may never come. You've been blessed. For some, the event will come and they'll live to tell about it. You're blessed. But for some, the event will come and they'll perish. But the day they perish, they never said inside them, today's a good day to die. No. When they put on their uniform, they went to work that day, they wanted to survive the encounter and go home. Song of the Week, B.B. King. We are going to be jumping on the blues. And uh, we've got a, a nice little uh, ring for you. Get these blues off of me, B.B. King. Up next, we are going to start looking at a little bit more um, training. Training for our listeners. Training, mindset. Creatures of Habit Become Victims, episode 160. When you come back uh, in 160, I'll break down the uh, new schedule. I break it down all the way to January 2021. But as always, it is my honor and pleasure to be your host on Raider Cop Nation. Continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your families, for your community, for the law enforcement agencies that serve you, and most importantly, for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out. And guide her through the night To the prairies, to the oceans, white with foam. God bless America, my home, sweet.